Hello, everyone. Welcome back to an episode of Just Say Gway. I'm your host, George Gway. Today, I'm joined by Brett Berard, who is a forward for the Providence College men's ice hockey team, who is currently ranked eighth in the nation, and is also a prospect for the New York Rangers. Brett, thanks for on the show. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, so how does it feel, man? You guys are eighth in the country. You guys got fans back in the building. The team's playing well. Uh, college is normal for you off the ice. How does that all feel? Yeah, it feels, uh, it feels great just having the aspect of fans back in the building after last year. It's, it, was, uh, it was really awkward having literally no one in the building. It's kind of just like every day was every day was practice, so it's kind of hard to get your uh, – kind of motivate yourself. But um, I think taking all that I've learned last year with all the adversity and stuff and then applying it to this year with, with everything being back to normal has definitely helped a lot. So, um, I mean, we're, we're off to a pretty good start right now, so we, we can keep it going. Yeah, for sure, and fans definitely have to help. Uh, that cause, you know, I was at that first game at home against Army, and uh, I'm sure it was very special for you, your first game, and being from Rhode Island, so uh, you're from Rhode Island, what was it like growing up here with the hockey culture? I assume you were a Bruins fan, but I must make it more special having the Friars in your backyard, you know, seeing them win the national championship, even go to the Frozen Four just a couple of years before you got here also. Yes, yeah, it's, it's always been a dream of mine to come here. Um, my mom, my mom went here. She was a field hockey player. My dad was here. He was he was a goalie, so they were both here for four years. And then uh, my dad was a uh, was was the coach here of the hockey team for for seventeen years. And then now he's back here as an AD. But um, just growing up, my whole life, we would always come to the games every Friday, Saturday night. It was just something that we'd always do as a family. And um, just growing up from a hockey background, I've always wanted to want to be close to home and then play for play for Providence. So when the opportunity came, it was kind of just a dream come true. And now that fans are back and stuff and try I get to wear the get to wear the jersey every day. So um it's it's awesome. It's definitely something that um I don't take for granted. So it's it's awesome. Yeah, for sure. You know, it makes it more special now that you get to uh, experience playing for the team. Was Noel Chari someone looked up to growing up because you know he pretty much went through the same thing. Yeah, he he was definitely someone I looked up to. Um I mean he went to Hendrickin just like I did Bishop Hendrickin in uh in Warwick for for high school. So um and we kind of had the same path from Rhode Island going to Hendrickson and then ultimately making it back to Providence. So um, he's definitely, and he was here when my dad was here too. So I got to kind of build just a little connection with him. And I get, I get after the game, just come down to the locker room and just meet who he is and stuff. So that was pretty cool. But I mean, just being local kids and playing for Providence, that's something that I feel like a lot of kids that grew up in Rhode Island kind of dreamed to do. So um, it's definitely, it was definitely cool to see that he got to do it and especially win that, win the national championship. So that was, that's really cool. Yeah, for sure. That's awesome. You got to experience, you know, similar things that uh, he did. And hopefully you won a national championship as well. That's awesome. You went to uh, Bishop Hendrickson. My roommate went there. Uh, yeah. Shout out to him. But, uh, oh, yeah. you know, after that, you went to the United States uh, National Team Development Program. Could you just take me through what it was like, you know, making the change of going to Michigan and, you know, playing with the best of the best players? And uh, how did that prepare you to get ready to come to Providence? Yeah, for sure. I mean, that was definitely something that, um, I definitely wouldn't be where I am today without without making that team and moving out to Michigan. Um, I mean, I was always a, a homebody, stay-at-home kid growing up. Didn't really like to leave my house. And uh, so going to Michigan was definitely a huge, uh, huge challenge for me, just moving away from my friends and family that I've been around my whole life. So that was definitely hard the first couple of months when I was out there. But, I mean, everyone was all in the same situation. We're all 15 years old, living away from our families and stuff. So we kind of all were there for each other. And then, like you said, just – it was all the best players in, in the country. So it was just every day in practice, every game I was able to get better, just playing against the best kids. So um, it was definitely something that was, that was really fun, really cool experience. And I mean, my brother's there now, so it was really cool that he got to do that too. And I think just being out there, 
that made it the uh, made the transition coming into Providence a lot easier just because you're playing in the USHL, one of the top leagues in the in the in the world for junior, and then um, just coming into college just made the made the transition a lot smoother. So it was good, and I'm definitely uh, really thankful for it. Yeah, that's awesome, and that's so great that your brothers are now experiencing uh, the same path. And uh, I know some of the guys I've spoken to who went to that program, they said they were committed to their college before they even stepped foot in Michigan. Um, I know there are some guys on the roster now on at that program who haven't committed yet, but when you guys were there, did you guys see who wasn't committed and say, hey, come to Providence with me? You know, did the BU guys say, hey, come to this school? Was there any sort of recruiting going on? Um, yeah, a little, a little bit. I mean, I was, I was committed um... – I committed in the summer going into freshman year of high school. So that was before I was even at Hendrickson. So I, I went out there already, already committed to come here. And I guess one guy that I, uh, that I was with was Chase Yoder and he, uh, he wasn't committed when he went out there. So I did a little, uh, little recruiting out there and like, uh, got him to come here. So gladly that, uh, that worked out. I've been roommates for the last two years too. So being within the last two years at the program, then two years here, four years, we've been really able to build a connection amongst each other. And I think that he's, He's kind of someone that I can turn to just being so comfortable with him too. So um, it's been, it's been good, but yeah, there's definitely that recruiting factor going out out there with the guys that aren't committed to try to get them to come, come to your school. So it's, it's, it's funny, but uh, I mean, yeah, I guess, I guess that's just what happens. So. Yeah, for sure. And that's great. You made that bond with Chase. Also before you uh, came to Providence, you were drafted by the New York Rangers. Uh, just take me through what that was like, you know, an original six team and definitely one of the top, uh, teams in terms of developing young talent for their future what's it like to be a part of that yeah I mean it's a it's a huge honor like you said original six team and uh when I saw my name pop up on the on the tv screen it was kind of a dream come true I've always been wanting to get drafted my whole life um so I mean just especially to be drafted by that organization is something that's that's really cool and that I could have never it was always in my dreams and never really thought it was going to happen but um the whole process is kind of it's kind of crazy just with with the COVID and everything and draft kept being pushed back and it was all crazy just wanted to get it done with um the interviews were all over zoom too so it was kind of kind of a little difficult to build the connection over zoom than than in person but um it was it was definitely a process but uh happy it's over with and happy that i'm a part of that organization so yeah so you, you get through your first to your first year of providence college you know how hard was it you know like you said no fans but you know, in terms of the leadership of the team, I think it had to be a really hard challenge for the older guys because, you know, they were trying to figure out how to do things on their own for something they've never experienced, you know, let alone you guys. Like, what were the challenges with that? Yeah, exactly. I mean, I couldn't even imagine what it had been like for, for our seniors last year and the older guys and the play in front of fans, like their whole whole lives and whole careers and stuff. And then the last year of college, um, there's no fans in the building. So that, that must stunk. But um I think they were just they led by example and they helped all of us younger guys kind of create our own motivation and they were there for all of us. So um I mean, yeah, it was it's like I said earlier, it's definitely something that the skills that I can take away from last year and then apply them to this year is something that I'm that I'm grateful for and that I've been doing. So I think last year was definitely a learning step and uh, it's definitely helped this year so far. So yeah, and something that big happened that must have given you a lot of confidence. Uh, and exactly. a memory for a lifetime was you, you won the world junior championships. You won it in Canada against a very heavily favored uh, Canada team. Uh, you know, I was uh, wondering how that game would go all day because, you know, I have a ton of family in Canada. Uh, and I think what kind of uh, made me think that you guys were going to win that game was when Trevor Zegras said the Canadian goalie hadn't been tested five on five. Uh, yeah. You guys had a lot of confidence in that game. 
what was it like winning it? And also, you know, sharing it with some of your best friends from the program and people from Providence, you know, like Teresa, Coach Lehman, and uh, Moynihan. Yeah, I mean, just go back to the same thing, just them being no fans there. I think that was definitely, uh, that was definitely crazy. Growing up, you watched the tournament and just sold out NHL arenas. So that was, that was definitely a bummer that we got to miss out. But I mean, just winning that, that tournament was definitely something like, like I said, really just something I've always dreamed of. Like every Christmas, all my family comes down and that's just, that's all we do. We just watch, watch the USA games and watch the tournament as the, as the week goes on. Um, so then to finally be in that tournament was definitely a surreal opportunity. Um, but then being able to share it with, with Nate, Teresa, Pat, um, that was, that was so cool. Um, being with them for that, that month that we were gone, that was, um, that was special. And then I guess one guy, I mean, a couple of our NTDP teammates were, uh, were on the team too. So that was cool. Cause we've kind of, like I said, we've been through the, the whole national team together and then, um, just growing up, wanted to be in playing that tournament. So that was cool. And then just playing with uh, Maddie Beneers. We've been a lifelong friends. We've been friends with him since I was like seven years old. We've been playing together on the same team. We grew up together, um, played in Michigan together. So that was me and him being able to share that experience too was definitely something that was uh, that was really cool. So, yeah. And what were the uh, facilities like for you guys? I mean, obviously, before you went to Edmonton, you guys went back to where you know you guys all were for the USA and TDP, but. You know, what was it like for you guys in Edmonton? I know you played at the Oilers Arena, but, you know, what was it like for you guys training and getting ready for the tournament uh, once you guys were there? Yeah, I mean, it was uh, it was pretty it was pretty crazy. It was really strict. Uh, we wore these uh, trackers, wristbands on our wrists the whole, the whole tournament. We weren't able to leave our rooms um, unless it was to go to the, the meal room to eat or going on the bus to get to the uh, get to the game. So, I mean, everyone had their own rooms. We had no roommates, so it was pretty uh, – it was pretty boring that we were up there for, for three weeks kind of alone, but um, we didn't really, we didn't really do much. I mean, we would do some little workouts in our room on our own, but um, it was definitely, uh, it was definitely boring at times for sure. But uh, hopefully, um, yeah, I mean, hopefully this year, if I get a chance to do it again, that, that definitely won't be the case. So. Yeah. I do think if, if you do go out there, it'll definitely be a better uh, situation, yeah, especially with exactly. the hands. So you know, what do you like about this team so far? Obviously, scoring has been very great. You guys are uh, fifth in the nation in goals and third in uh, penalty kill. What else, what else do you guys want to work on? Yeah, I think just kind of just growing every day, just getting closer with each other and just um, kind of just playing our team identity is something that we just got to keep working on. Um, like that Denver game, the third period was pretty much as perfect as we could play. So um, trying just to get more like that. Every period and every game is something that we definitely can keep working on. And I think that just as the year goes on, we'll be starting to feel more comfortable with each other and we'll be starting to understand our systems more. So, um, yeah, I think if we just keep doing that, we'll be, we'll definitely be in a good spot. So. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, I follow a lot of pretty much every game on Twitter. I try and watch every game I can on Nesson. Uh, you know, my biggest concern coming into the year was what's going to happen to uh, who, who's going to fill the void for Greg Prince and Tice Thompson. You know, those guys are professional hockey players now and very big offensive uh, threats so far the offensive threats in college uh now guys like you and nick poisson have really filled the void uh, and other guys in the team as well what has been the key to doing that yeah i think just um i think just confidence and from the uh the change from last year to this year just having a, a year of college hockey under your belt and just uh being a year older you're stronger you're more mature i think that's um i think that's definitely what's helped me and especially nick too kind of in this early early stage of the season so far so I think just if we keep 
getting better every day in practice and just developing more confidence in ourselves and in our game. I think that uh, we could keep doing this. So, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, you guys just came off a big weekend when, like you said, the comeback win against Denver and you guys beat UNH on the road. Now it's a home and home series, a little different playing the same team uh, three games in a row. Uh, yeah. What's the mood like in the locker room knowing that, you know, Hey, last game was last game. We really need to just focus on this one. Yeah, exactly. You can't really dwell too much on the past unless you're, unless you're learning from it, win or lose, you just kind of need to learn from, learn from the last game. And uh, I mean, this weekend's two huge hockey points. So, um, I mean, we, we got to be focused on, on tomorrow for sure. And then after tomorrow's over, we got to focus on Saturday because I mean, yeah, like I said, these, every team in this league is, uh, is a great team and anyone can be anyone at any time. So we just got to make sure that they're on top of our game and we know what we're doing and dialed in so that we could uh, get these next two wins, which would be huge. Well, they are two big wins on the line and Brett, good luck with that. And uh, we'll stay in Thank touch. You. It sounds good. Thank you very much. Yep. Have a good one, man. Yep. You too.